we are so much more well as women and humans better able to be more present for others and love others well when we are first well ourselves and yet that is the thing that is not prioritized and instead that's overlooked and others are receiving the best parts of us welcome to what's her story the podcast for ambitious women who are ready to use their story as a catalyst for change i'm your host erica akingwe best-selling author content strategist and author coach to high-achieving, globally-minded women. I started this podcast because, honestly, I'm nosy. Every time I see a woman shining, living aligned and abundant in life and business, I wonder, ooh, what's her story? I know this. Women who believe in themselves and their story are better equipped to help others transform. So if you're ready to connect over honest conversations, and be inspired by other impact-driven women, you're in the right place. Sit back, relax, and welcome to the What's Your Story podcast. Welcome back, friend, to the What's Your Story podcast. I'm your host, Erica Akingoye, and I'm so glad you're here. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Here on the What's Your Story podcast, We believe that your story is your unique gift to the world, that your story has the power to transform lives. It is that powerful, that potent, that when women believe in themselves and the power of their story, they're better equipped to transform others. And so on this podcast, I love bringing guests in to share their story. Not so that we can just, ooh, and ah, and wow, they're amazing, because they are, but also so that we can identify and recognize the power in our own stories, the times in our lives that we have had a meaningful shift and that catalyst in our life that just really changed everything that we can then pay forward to someone else. Today's episode is part of the wellness series. And the reason why I wanted to focus on wellness is because I really just wanted to highlight how we are whole beings, mind, body, spirit, emotions, all the different levels and layers, they all play a role in our well-being, in our wellness. And so in this series, we've talked about rebooting after abuse and how that is a mind, body, and soul healing journey. Last week, we talked about the physical, hormonal balance of wellness that we get to experience in midlife and in perimenopause. So really honoring our body as a vessel and pursuing that wellness. This week, we are diving into I would say if I had to categorize, it's this internal holistic well-being of elevated mindfulness, of pleasure, of infusing every part of our life, our day with a little bit more presence and more pleasure. So today my guest is Dr. Alessandra Duke. She helps women rise up into their leadership, power, 
pleasure and radiance. She's a counseling psychologist, certified sexologist, and expert in love, relationships, and personal transformation. Dr. Alessandra has helped thousands of women step into their pleasure and power and has guided couples along the healing journey to have greater intimacy, connection, and communication. Her work has been featured on media outlets like MTV, 1150 KKNW, Knowledge City, and on multiple podcasts and radio shows across the country, including here. Y'all, what's her story? Dr. Alessandra Duke has taught me so much about being brave in our pursuits and well in the process. How can we act more bravely in our own lives and be well in the process, not dive headfirst into burnout or comparison? Like, how can we just soak ourselves with so much pleasure and radiance and step into this version of our life that we don't need a vacation from? We're not waiting till the weekend. We're not waiting until the holidays. We can be well in the process right now. I know you're gonna love this conversation. If you do, tag us on Instagram. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway. You can jump over there, tell us all about it. Also, if you find this conversation valuable, share it with a friend. Sharing is caring, y'all. So. I would love more women to connect with what's her story and really be able to step in to the power of their story. So share it with a friend, tag me on Instagram, and tune in the next couple weeks for the rest of the wellness series. It is just going to be juicy. I just love approaching wellness from all the ways. And so I'm bringing those conversations to you. So Without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Dr. Alessandra Duke. Welcome to the What's Your Story podcast, Dr. Duke. Oh, thank you for having me here. I'm so excited to be here with you. I am super excited. We've already talked about like you're going to be back multiple times. So this is just the first introduction to my community, to you. Some of my community already knows you and loves you. And so I'm really grateful for your time here. Mm -hmm. I have already introduced the people to you with your bio, but what I would love to highlight is you say that you help women rise up in their leadership, power, Mm -hmm. pleasure, and radiance. Yes. And that really anchors the why and the what instead of the how, because you are a woman of reinvention. Uh-huh. And <laughs> multiple, uh, many, many times. Yes. And that's what I find kind of funny about bios is like, well, who am I right now? And what do I do? And what do I highlight? But when we can center who you serve and what you do at the core of who you are, it leaves a lot of room for reinvention. Mm-hmm. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about who Dr. Alessandra Duke is right now and how she's showing up in the world and for herself. Mm-hmm. Give you the floor. Yeah. Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction. Um, and, you know, like you said, I'm 
highly connected to that why. It's always been important to me that I am working to empower women to live their best life, yes, but to align with their internal wisdom and power and intuition, pleasure, sensuality. And I think that, you know, something that I've really spent time on more recently is really helping women to, you know, it's it's always been my work. Yes, I'm a psychologist, but the goal of really good psychology or really good mental health work is that your clients shouldn't need you ongoing forever. Mm. They can like to talk to you, but what you really want to do is help them to build that inner strength, that inner wisdom, that inner knowing. And so for me, one of the things in addition to that that was missing from the mental health, the overall mental health lexicon is the focus on pleasure and sensuality for us as women, for us as humans. I think it's an important aspect. Um, and so that's something that I've really been focusing on in the last two or three years. And it's been amazing the results that I've gotten with that in working with clients when you just simply have someone focus on getting back in the body and tuned into how their body is speaking to them because it you know we could go on this could be a whole nother episode just about how women <laughs> are so disconnected from the body um, yes. a lot of the work that I've done over time has been moving from a sense of body hatred or disconnection into some body neutrality into I can integrate this body and I can actually use it as a guiding compass and as a way to heal and empower my life and also mm -hmm. to tune into pleasure in what I call I don't think anybody should steal this idea for me but um you call is like um elevated elevated mindfulness basically mm -hmm. because you know you're tuning into what around you is bringing pleasure or what can you do more of even thinking about sitting here with you right now right what can mm -hmm. i do more of to bring me pleasure in this moment right for mm -hmm. me right now it absolutely is cheetah print pants once again right or the yeah. uh, you know the feel of a warm cup of coffee while i talk to you right these kinds mm -hmm. of things to be intentional about that can be little um lifts or um, buoy our lives in some way. So that's a very long explanation for what's going on right now. I love that. It is beautiful because I think sometimes when things are so separated between, okay, this is what I do or what I need to do in the day or in my career or in my life or whatnot, it is separated from, and this is what I get to do on the weekend or after hours or on vacation, like pleasure is just pushed for another part of our lives instead of that integration to make everything we get to do, have to do, mm -hmm. uh, have responsibility to do can be pleasurable mm -hmm. as well at the same time simultaneously. Right. Yeah. And there's plenty of things. I mean, I think with any type of work, there are little things that 
we don't want to do or feel really mundane or feel really boring. And so a question I have my clients and students ask, and I do this myself is, how can I even make this moment? You know, whether it's like, some people love data entry or something like that. I do not love that kind of stuff. Um, Me neither. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, shout out to those who do. I do not. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, you know, even when I'm doing those things, it's like, okay, tuning into my body. Am I comfortable? How can I be more comfortable here? Do I need a pillow on my lower back? Do I need to rise up with a standing desk? Would it be nice if I could light a candle? Do I need some tea right now? Right. Mm -hmm. Just like even pulling in those pieces can help us to have even those moments of the mundane be more enjoyable because it's, it feels so important. It might sound a little bit trite, but our whole life is built on this constellation of mundane moments, right? We have lots of pleasure. Hopefully you've got vacations. You have things that you enjoy. You have family that you love. You have people in your life that you, and there's still the dishes and taxes. Mm-hmm. And I got to mm-hmm. enter. I got to, you know, I got to go to the bathroom, like whatever it is. (laughs) That is part of our entire lives. So if we spend our lives thinking, I can only have pleasure or enjoyment or wellness at this particular time or when the timing's right, we miss a lot of our lives that can, you know, create and make these teensy, mundane, boring moments even more fulfilling, which leads to a more fulfilling feeling life. Oh, it's beautiful. And so true. You know, we say a lot like, I just want to be present. Mm -hmm. And that could be challenging because a lot of times the times that we need to be present or would benefit from being present, we already feel a little bit of resistance towards. Like, for example, yesterday I was literally in the car for five hours between dropping off and picking up for camps. Like, and breastfeed practice and all the things. And honestly, the last thing I was thinking is, I really need to be present for this moment. I was like, <laughs> why am I in the car again? And the only thing I was being present of is I need to bring wipes along so I could be cleaning the car while I'm in there. You know, like just, I can't look at these crumbs anymore. But what are some tools that we can use to start being more aware of what our body is signaling us, what our environment is how that's either contributing or taking away from mm-hmm. our pleasure and our well-being mm-hmm. and just starting to notice because we have to notice before we can even take that first yeah. step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, even if I think about your being in the car for so long moments, right? And I think mm-hmm. about, okay, even in that moment, because sometimes there there are times where it doesn't really feel good to tune in, but that is our actual reality. That is what is happening, right? And if we are resisting the reality, like, I don't want to be in this car. I don't want to be doing this. This sucks. Why am I here? Right? We're just resisting reality, which causes suffering right? When we are in that place, what we're doing is creating this adjutant where we're like, okay, 
I can't, you know, you're fighting against what is, what's actually happening. Right. So the first thing I might think about is like, if you feel yourself getting a little bit aggro where you're just like, I just can't anymore with this. Right. If you can, like, if you can hand it over to someone else, please do so. Right. Please have somebody else do things that you don't want to do. But there are many of us that just need to do it ourselves. So it's, in that moment, thinking through, okay, I'm noticing myself get a little aggravated, right? Am I resisting what's going on? And in that moment, maybe rem- like trying your hardest to remember, okay, in this moment, let me just start first by taking a breath, right? So mm-hmm. you drop the kids off. Here I am. I could drive somewhere else really quick, but instead, I'm going to take a moment to just take a deep inhale, close my eyes, inhale. Exhale, right? And maybe do that three times where you're just getting that deep inhale, deep exhale, and then asking yourself, how can I either accept this moment or what can I do to make this moment even more pleasurable for me? Because in that moment of the ask and in that moment of the breath, you're turning this circumstance that can cause emotional stress and suffering into a moment where you can care for yourself, right? You're caring for others, but you're also caring for yourself. When you you ignore that, you push up against reality, you become aggravated, you get frustrated, right? Um, I think that many of us can relate to, I wouldn't say Erica would ever do this, but like thinking about then you are frustrated, then you pick up the kids and you're a little bit annoyed and then you get into traffic and then that's annoying and it's all compounding and then you get home yeah. and it's, well, I don't care what you have <laughs> right? And it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then by the time you're in bed, like, fine, I want to stay, right? Think about stopping that. Thing. Tuning in. What do I need right now? What would bring more pleasure? That's immediately going to offer your nervous system a little bit more calm, right? Your spirit a little bit more levity because maybe it's like, you know what I need right now? Instead of wiping down the car, I'm going to buy myself some tea and do a little bit of rest, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that while I wait for them. You know, and figuring out what is it that I need right now, which can totally put a spin on your day. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're picking up kids, feel a little bit lighter. Hey, welcome in. All right, this traffic's here. Let's play an amazing song, right? We enjoy the music. We are just riding home. This is reality. Yep, there's traffic. We're accepting it. We're going to use this time to breathe again, Mm -hmm. right? So those are, that's some of my like Mm -hmm. quick thoughts, quick answers. I love that. And that question of what do I need right now is so powerful because, again, it's connecting to our body, our nervous system, our body internally, externally. What do I need right now? Because we are very good as women, if I can generalize, of figuring out what other people need or asking them what they need. And then can we give ourselves that same courtesy? Yes. Erica, what do you need right now? Yeah. Well, and I think that there's such conditioning for, uh, you know, those who have been socialized as women and girls to put others' needs before their own at all costs. And so for many of us, the instinct is, what do you need? How can I help you? Which is a beautiful instinct. 
But I mm-hmm. think we've heard so many times, everybody, like a lot of people are using the oxygen mask analogy, right? Putting yeah. in your pipeline, you got to put your oxygen mask <laughs> on first. But it is very true. And I think yeah. about we are so much more well as women and humans better able to be more present for others and love others well when we are first well ourselves. And yet that is the thing that is not prioritized. And instead that's overlooked and others are receiving the best parts of us. So it's Mm kind of like walk the cat back a little bit and look Mm -hmm. at yourself first, because I think about it as like, kind of like on a, uh, I don't ride bikes at times. I don't know about them, but you know, on a wheel where there's like the hub of the wheel, the center of the wheel, and then there's all the spokes that go out. I think of us as that center of the wheel and all of these spokes go out, whether it's, you know, partner, friendships, children, the colleagues, anyone who impacts our lives is one of those kind of spokes. And then the wheel is turning, right? So if that very center is not well and is so stressed, And so just tense, how is that going to impact the other spokes and the ability for the wheel to positively turn, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's just doing as well as it could if that center was well right? So I just think about, can you tune in, ask, what is it that I need right now? Which is a simple question that my very first therapist gave me and absolutely blew my mind. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like breathe and then ask yourself what you need. Wow. Like, it's kind of funny that things are simple, but not easy. Mm -hmm. Our solutions really are as simple as deep breaths, ask what we need, but they're not easy in the sense of like, it takes some practice Yes, and reminding ourselves that it is absolutely worth the time and effort to put into ourselves Mm -hmm. um, first or into our cup. Yes, absolutely. Well, and it's amazing too, you know, something that I've taught in my program, which I know you're familiar with, the Academy, and then working on going with clients all of these years. I mean, at this point, I've worked with thousands of women. And so tuning into the breath, you know, it's like I'm working with these high-powered leaders or CEOs or entrepreneurs that are doing amazing work in the world. And something so simple as let's just take a moment and tune into the breath. Let's tune into the body. What's the body doing, right? Doing a body scan from very top of head to bottom. It's really amazing how mind-blowing that can be for these, you know, these high achieving people. And what's great is the breath is always with you. You can always tune into it and you can always ask yourself, what do I need right now? You know? Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so powerful to be reminded of always have that with you. You don't have to go buy it. You don't have to spend a lot of money on it. And you have mm-hmm. it within you to be able to heal your own life and empower your own life. Yeah, it is very powerful. Oh, hey there. If you're saying, Erica, 2023 is my year. I want to write and publish my book. I want to really use my story as a catalyst for change. I want to leverage all of the experience that I've had, my expertise. I have always dreamt of being an author. I want to invite you to Aligned and Abundant Author. 
It is my signature program. It is a four month collaborative coaching experience where you get everything you need to get your book out of your head and heart and into the hands of those who need to hear it the most. This is your time to share your story in an impactful way. Create the social impact. Create the legacy impact that you want by leveraging your story. The doors are now open. If you are feeling any kind of nudge, take that as a sign to schedule a book chat with me. You can find the link in the show notes below. You can also message me on Instagram, book chat. It's also in my bio there. On the call, we talk about what kind of book you're thinking about, what questions you have, and of course, we'll see if Aligned and Abundant Author is a good fit for you. I keep this group intimate because it is high touch, a lot of coaching, walking you through everything you need to take action and finally get your book out into the world. I love your phrase, which is the title of the episode is be brave in your pursuits and well in the process. Mm-hmm. And we've really been talking about the well in the process. I love us to lean into a little bit on the brave part. Yeah. So brave in our pursuit, because one thing that, first of all, burnout, which is mm-hmm. when we're not letting ourselves be well, really puts a damper on the braveness because you're like, that sounds like a lot of extra <laughs> energy I don't have. Yes. And then brave and courageous when I think of that is paired with being vulnerable mm-hmm. paired with being honest with ourselves about what do I want not just what do I need but like what do I want and that wanting and desire is also worth pursuing mm-hmm. bravely yeah. so can you talk a little bit more on this bravery in our pursuits yes yes I think you know something that I think about with bravery is it doesn't have to be a monumental task, right? It doesn't have to be that bravery only means me building this amazing business and making million dollars and all of those kinds of things. Bravery can simply be I'm tuning into what is in my heart, what I'm feeling called to do and that can look a lot of different ways maybe it's like i want to try to go up for this promotion i want to try this new career path i want to check out this new hobby i want mm-hmm. to brave the wilderness of being a stay at home mom i want to be brave enough to build this business or try to do this thing on the weekends as a side hustle, whatever it is that is, would feel courageous or wild for you is this brave, like leaning into your bravery, right? And I think about how can we be well in those pursuits, that wellness, like we talked about earlier, is tuning into yourself, making sure that all of these moments you are tending to you, you are tending to that, whatever it is that you are needing right now, that you're providing your body with nutrients, that you're getting the emotional support that you need so that you can prevent the burnout along the way while you're pursuing the brave thing. Because 
there are so many, you know, if we just take social media at face value mm-hmm. and we see these posts or we get these newsletters or we see these things on whatever social media outlet you are looking at and you get to see the finished product of what somebody is doing, right? Oh, I built this amazing business. Oh, look at me. I brought in this amount of money. Oh, what's that? I'm posing by this yacht. (laughs) And so you, it's always a reminder. You're first of all, that you're only seeing what people allow you to see. You are not seeing the back of house, the messiness, the what it took to get there, right? The little bitty steps. And so it's really easy to compare yourself and get to burnout when you think, oh, it's so easy for everyone else. Mm -hmm. They're not showing you all of the messy steps and the crying (laughs) in the corner and the feeling like you want to give up. Nobody is showing people like, here's where I'm fetal position, laying on my bed, unable to get out thinking it's done for me. I didn't make it. Right. And so that's the thing where it's like, okay, you keep going, ask for what you need, tune into what you need so that you can do your own unique version of brave, knowing the comparison will drag you down and is not even an accurate comparison. Yeah. Going and be well in the process. I love the defining what bravery looks like to us. Mm-hmm. Um, cause everyone is at a different place. And again, that comparison thing, we're better off keeping our eyes on our own paper and tuning in internally, like what feels brave in this season and honoring what we need as well. It's, yeah. it's definitely something I thank you for. I've learned so much from you over the last couple of years of putting pleasure back, especially as an entrepreneur, right? Like, and through the pandemic and all the chaos yeah. to check in and say, am I having fun in any of my <laughs> am, I, am I enjoying this? Am I sleeping? So I really appreciate that you've leaned into the high caliber women that you work with and attract and say, okay, Let's have fun. Let's breathe. Let's mm-hmm. really lean into the pleasure part. Since this is what's her story, I would love to have you touch on your transition because as a therapist, there are kind of rules of what you are transparent with and what you aren't and being on social media and mm-hmm. and then transitioning to having your own business with the Brink Academy. And then deciding, like, I'm going to go in all in on pleasure, which also seems like you've kind of crossed a lot of bridges to get there. Yeah. So can you share your pursuit of being brave in leaning into what was important? Yes. Yes. I think that it's always been in my heart to help other people, especially women. And so Prior to becoming a therapist, I did a lot of advocacy for women and especially around things like sexual assault or eating disorders, things like that, that, you know, seem to majority wise impact women. And so my background was in women and gender studies. And then I segued into psychology, you know, became a therapist. And so 
it did feel a little bit limiting. And I noticed there was more of a call to get into coaching. I saw other people were struggling with the loneliness of being in business. And so I had accidentally started a very successful meetup. Um, which at the time was called Lady Bosses and attracted thousands of women who were also like, oh, how do we do this? It's kind of isolating and lonely. Then over time with that, I just could see, you know, in mental health, I think that things have changed a little bit, but you are really told, be careful on social media, actually don't post there, actually don't post anything about your personal life, actually don't have anything on your walls or in your office that's indicative of who you're with, what you've done, you know. Mm -hmm. So moving from that into more of a coaching role where then, you know, any anything around um, social media, people are like, share your life. Let people see that you're a whole person. You're, you're sharing your business, but you're also sharing your life, you know, and I'm seeing other coaches, they are in, you know, wearing bikinis out there. And it's all that I can do to say, I went on this hike, you know? And so it's taken a lot of interesting unlearning of what, of how I've been trained and what I've been um, programmed to do. And so as you know, getting out there and doing the marketing and social media has been one of my huge growth edges. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll pop out there and do it, you know, be all on it for a while. And then I kind of here um yeah. into the introvert life You're like yeah. okay, let me introvert life. <laughs> and luckily, my business was built primarily on word of mouth, and. Yeah. That is a, that's a bonus for me that I feel really grateful for, you know, and getting to meet people like you who then introduce me to other awesome people. And it, you know, and it's something where I do feel like the work that I do is divinely guided. I don't take all the credit for it and think that I am some special person in this, but I do think the message that I'm able to provide the way that I'm able to help is you know, I want that to be out there and helping more and more women because I see the results it has and challenging myself to be brave, let myself be seen, let my work be seen and known. That is an ongoing challenge for me, right? Like even writing these beautiful newsletters that people say, oh my God, did you write that? But like not putting in how you can work with me, what you can pay, just like, no, 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 just read this pretty thing. Look at me. I'm not asking for anything, you know? Um, yeah. So that's just been something I've majorly had to work through in. I've managed a big inner, inner critic within that has something to say pretty much at every turn that I make. And so it's a lot of ways like managing that internal voice and being able mm -hmm. to be brave enough to get that to quiet enough for me to take these next steps, you know, mm -hmm. hear that voice and acknowledge it. And like, I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Some people yeah. might hate this. Some people might hate me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for letting me know that. And I'm going to go ahead and post this and try. I think that one thing I'll just say on this is, Something that's been important to me in the Brink Academy is really having women tune into their desire and get really descriptive with that because mm -hmm. I want people 
to tune in, right? And the desire might be, I want to go to France and I want to, you know, have my own video series or whatever. You know, people, <laughs> so, but it's like, you can't go to France right now. It doesn't mean you have to go to France immediately, but it can give you some insight into what is it that I truly desire and to take little bits of that and attempt to take these little, small, brave steps, right? So yes. for example, if I want my, if I want to be on YouTube or I want to help more women or I want my business to grow, maybe a small step would be challenging myself to like one social media post so people know about me this week, right? Yes. Or what can I do to take that little bitty step? So anyway, yes. I guess a long answer to your very small question. I, I love it. That's why I love it. Our conversations are always juicy. I love that you touched on your writing. As we're wrapping up, I guess I can say, is um, you have a couple of writing projects in the works. I love for you to tell. There are three writing um, aspects that I have seen you really step into authorship mm-hmm. in and yes. like owning it. Yes. Um, one is your workbooks for the Bring Academy. They're like many books in themselves. They are so incredible. Your expertise and your heart really shines through in it. And I see them as very transformational. I love that you're a person that gives action steps, not just like, yeah, I'm so sorry you're stuck. Good luck with that. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) Yeah. So that and then your script for this course that you just mm-hmm. wrote mm-hmm. incredible way of stepping into your incredible writing talents and then your book about your journey which i hope is still mm-hmm. finding some time in your life it's beautiful um so would you share just like where where are you writing right now and yeah. what's drawing you next Thank you for that question, because I think the writing is my absolute, I think, favorite thing to do. It's something that I haven't given enough time and space to take really seriously, but I have upped it in the last couple of years. And I really love it. And yeah, so I want to take those workbooks and make them into something um into something magical because I want them to continue on. The two most recent projects were I got hired to write a script for a couple of courses that a company was offering. And so it was so cool to then see an actor using my script. I did ask if I could be the actor and do that, but they said, no, that's people. That they- what? Like, yeah, you would be so like, good. Have an idea. I think I am too wild for the fact <laughs> think that they need somebody a little bit more zipped up, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun though to see a little snapshot of somebody else on there using the script, and I thought, oh, that's yeah. really cool, and really inspires me to write even more. And yes, the book. What's hard is I always have maybe a million, I have an ADD brain and proudly. Yeah. And so I, um, I always have a few projects going on. And so that book is still in the works, but then another book started morphing out of that. Ooh. So 
it's something that I have carved out. I really have to carve out time in order to be working on that. But I really do want both a workbook and a book to come out of my body onto yes. um, by the end of this year. And I'm saying this with you on the yes. podcast. Okay. I really think it's possible. I really mm-hmm. do really want to get something out there. I think it could be really helpful. So, mm-hmm. okay, we're putting it out there. Yes. Mark the calendars. We Mark can the calendar, order everybody. it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Get in touch with me in December and make sure that it's going. It's going. Okay. I'll be checking in with you too because I am also working on having my book done by the end of this year. So we can be book buddies. Book twins. Yes. Book twins. I love it. Yes. Love it. Well, I always end our conversations with two questions. So the first question is what's been an impactful book that has helped you in this journey to where you are today? Um, let's see. There's a couple of books that I'm reading right now. Um, one that I have loved that's a quick read is Wayne Dyer's um, it's like the 10 Secrets for Highly Successful People, I think it's called. Um, and has been really helpful and really grounding in terms of energy clearing to allow more good. And then right now, another book that I'm reading is Glow in the, can I say cuss words on here? Sure. Sure. It's the title is Glow in the Fucking Dark. It's by Tara. I like that we, I spoke the part. Yeah, it's by Tara Schuster. And um, that's the one that I'm currently reading. And Mm -hmm. I just love knowing stories about how people have overcome their really dark times because I've just been in a great transition and I need help sometimes seeing there is a light at the end Mm -hmm. of this tunnel. So Mm -hmm. um, that's just really helpful to me. Great. I will link both of those. I I, And I'll check that one out too. I Obviously, I love stories of how women got to where they are right now. So I will check out that book as well. Yeah. Um, the second question is, which you've dropped some great confident action steps. So I'll just put out if you have any other ones, what confident action step would you like to leave with our listeners? Yeah, so I would definitely take a moment every day to just sink in like whatever habit that you have right now like let's say it's drinking coffee or let's say it's you sit down and check your email pair that with just taking a moment to take a deep breath maybe three and write down three things that you like about yourself today starting Mm. with i like so and it can be about anything and just notice the energy shift a little bit. And for a lot of these things, it just doesn't have to take a lot of time. That yeah. can take under three minutes. So try that and notice any shifts. And I love pairing it with something you're already doing. Yes. It's not adding anything to our list. It is. We're already drinking the coffee. <laughs> We're already doing the thing. Thanks. <laughs> Yes. yes. Even if it's like putting on your makeup or getting ready, it's like you can still take a few deep breaths and then go right down. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah. Well, Dr. Alessandra, where can the people find you and connect with you? 
Yes. So you can, you can go to my website, which is alessandraduke.com. I think I still even have alessandra.com. I was able to get that. Wow. Um, And then you can find me on Instagram when I post once a year. Dr. You do not want to at once a year or once every six months or once every three months post. I also do stories much, much more often. Um, so you can follow me there. Um, and you'll see on my website, you can email me and reach out. It's not listed on there, but you can email me if you're curious about working with me. I can talk about either working together one-to-one in any capacity, whether it's like helping writing or coaching or whatever it is. Um, or if you want more information on the Brink Academy too, you can just email me. Yeah. Well, I hope your next Instagram thing is like a reel with Oscar, your dog, because those are always my favorite. <laughs> He's such a great conversationalist. Yet. Amazing. Love to make up conversations between me and Oscar. Oscar is my dog. For those of you who haven't met him, and yeah. yes, he um, love to do skits with him. He's always yeah. wanted to act. You know, he's a <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll do some. Um, yeah, seriously, they're. I think they are the biggest hits. Yeah, yeah. we love you and Oscar. Thank <laughs> you. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Alessandra. There are so many beautiful gems in here, beautiful action steps. I love for everyone listening, if you would share your biggest takeaway with us, you can tag us on Instagram. I will let Dr. Alessandra know that you tagged us so that she can see it. Yeah. Probably like go check Instagram to see the beautiful takeaways that they had from this episode. We'd love to hear. Yeah, that would just, be amazing. I would love yeah, to. Yeah. Right? We need to know all the things. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. And until next time, seek purpose over perfection and use your story as the catalyst for change. We'll talk yeah. to you soon. Thanks for listening to What's Her Story. I love spending time with you. Now, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And if you found value in this episode, share it with a friend and then come hang out with me on Instagram at Erica Akingboye. Be sure to check out the show notes. I've included all important notes and links, including how you can get the latest free download that is exactly how to use your story to create social change. I'll be back here next week and hope you will be too. See you there, friend.